throw it to our reporter out on the street. Go ahead, Bobby. Bobby's out in Arizona today reporting live. Go ahead, Bobby. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to our show. Where are they now? Greetings from uh, cold Arizona. What? Cold Arizona? Bobby, we just had a blizzard, right? How many inches did we get in Chicago, Minus Nick? none. Hey, unfortunately, <laughs> I didn't bring my Canadian goose coat down here. We brought, you know, uh, light clothing. We thought it would be at least in the 70s when we arrived on Tuesday. It was uh, 37 degrees. I can see him now walking around in his shorts and his T-shirt freezing. (laughs) (laughs) With his blanket wrapper on him. (laughs) Well, you say hello to Mary. Send her love to to her and tell her... And tell her to smack you once in a while. (laughs) It'll warm you up. It'll warm you up. That's all. That's the only reason I'm saying that. All right. Let's get going here with the show. We got a great show. Uh, Before I start, I want to congratulate Alderman Nicholas Pizzato. He was reelected. He was here last week. We had a ball with him. Congratulations. Okay. Let's get going. I got a wonderful quote here. I think I took it off of our guest's webpage, but uh, that's okay. It's all about him. Fantastic show. You are so talented. Tremendously entertaining, fun, and high energy. Boy, you know, I should get a little coffee into me to get a little uh, coffee, huh? The widest vocal range I've ever heard. Yeah, I listened to one of his uh, videos, and we're going to listen to it later. Guest singer today, guitarist, comedian, impressionist, actor, writer. Boy, he's, he he's does a little bit of everything. I'm going to ask him if he cooks. Let's welcome Skip Gruparis. Good morning, Skip. Good morning. Hi, guys. Nice Good morning. To, nice to talk with you. And thank goodness my mom could write me some reviews, you know, otherwise I'd have nothing, you know? <laughs> well, you know, moms are the best. Yeah. You know that. Well, That's all. Are, yeah. <laughs> She's long gone, but uh, she's yeah. the best. Uh, eh. Anyway, yeah, I, yeah I, I'm always glad to hear, you know, positive uh Reviews. Uh, That's all. Anytime. A- anytime. Yeah. And you know, our good friend is listening, so you might want to say hello to Val. She's the one that introduced us. Uh, oh, beautiful Val. How are you this morning, Val? Yeah. Here you might be exercising. Uh huh. She gets up early to listen to us or exercise. I don't know what's one and what's two, but that's okay. She's our number one fan. I've made her our executive producer because I will be getting a few texts later, you know, saying, don't oh, forget. Really? <laughs> oh, she's the best. We love her. Oh, awesome. And what a beautiful gal. Holy cow. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You know. You know, uh, what can I do? She ran away from me. She moved to California. But my son's out there, so, you know, she can keep an eye on him. He's He yeah, just turned 24. Happy birthday to my son, Nicholas. Surrogate mother. Yeah. Oh, happy birthday, yeah. Nicholas. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's get, uh, let's get going with your bio and the okay. magic question we ask everybody. Your favorite sports team. Okay. Uh, the Bulls. The Bulls. I'll go Bulls. Okay. Growing up, it was the Cubs. Okay. Uh, a very passionate from, you know, I started watching uh, Cubs on TV in around 1953 when uh, Ernie Banks had just uh, come up, you know, and joined. And uh, Gene Baker, second baseman. I was crushed. I think the next year or two they traded Gene Baker. I didn't, under, you know, five or five-year-old, six-year-old doesn't understand how, why would they trade this great player? But uh, a passionate Cub fan all the way through, I'd say, the early 90s. Wow, you stuck with it. Is that when somebody dropped the ball? We won't mention any names. We don't want to get sued. Is that when it happened? Uh, (laughs) Well, it was a combination of my uh, seeing my first, watching my first Bulls game on TV. Okay. I, I had paid no attention to professional basketball. And uh, I kept hearing about Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan. So I of thought, course. What the hell? I ought to check this out. So I was at Lakeshore Athletic Club. I just worked out. They had the TV on. They had game going. I said, well, let's see this. I watched one game, and that was it. I've been a lifelong Bulls fan from that, even through the you know, the dark years. And, boy, there have been a lot of those. <laughs> oh, got that. Uh, I got a message already for you. Hi, Skip Uh-oh. from Val. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. Well, at least you got to enjoy the 90s with the Bulls. Yeah. All right. Oh, God. That, I mean, you know, you treasured every game because you knew, you knew it wouldn't last forever, but it was just too too wonderful. 
Okay. I'm going to make you jealous. I've told this story before. I used to work at Treasure Island Mm -hmm. when I was going to school. And Lester, God rest his soul, used to come in. He was head of Andy Frayne. And he goes, you like basketball? I go, no, my brother does. So my brother would go to gate three and a half. He'd see Lester. He'd put a camera on him, have him sit at the press table when the when Jordan was just starting. So what a wow. thing. If I'd known you then, you would have been there. Skip? Wow. wow. <laughs> you should have used that camera to get some of those good picks. Oh. I think it probably had no film oh. in there. <laughs> but Skip. Yeah, he looked good. He looked good doing it. Yeah. It's a, where were you born? Joliet, Illinois. Okay. And are you still out there? Uh, I'm in the southwest suburbs, not in Joliet anymore, but I'm not, I'm not too far away. Okay, all uh, right. Uh, Silver, Silver Cross Hospital, which has since moved to uh, Lamont. Uh, okay. Uh, I don't know, five, ten years ago. But, all right. Um, yeah, I grew up there, and uh, great, great music programs in Joliet. Where'd uh, you go to grammar school? Because I have a surprise for you. Go ahead. Tell everybody. Well, let's see. Uh, when you say, you mean, uh, okay, grammar school. It's grammar uh, school. Well, yeah, uh, the f- first half of first grade was Farragut. Okay. Next year and a half was Pershing, and f- next four years was Taft. Oh, okay. Taft School. Taft School. So you yeah. did a little music there right here, right? Uh, I, uh, when I was, let's see, put my first band together when I was 16, so that'd be high school. Well, I got and, the, uh, I got your music teacher on the phone. No, I'm just kidding you. <laughs> Bring him back from the dead. That's great. You you haven't you've never heard our show, uh, Jory Ann, the coffee psychic. She can she has seances once oh, in a while. Do it that yeah. <laughs> beyond the grave. Yeah. Well, actually, my first music teacher was my mom. Who wow. Teaching me piano when I was five. Um, she played classical piano pieces around, you know, in the house, and uh, that was my first music influence. All right, what was your first song she taught you? Oh, gosh. Come on yeah. now, you know, reach those... back. Mine was Mary Had a Little Lamb. Mine I'm, was I'm, Jingle Bells for my aunt. She's an I'm organ player, yeah. and she still does that. <laughs> well, it was from these, these, you know, like beginning instruction books, so whatever, you know, whatever tunes were in there. Probably simplified classical pieces, I'm, uh, I'm guessing. Oh, listen yeah. to him. Simplified, simplified classical. classical. We're doing Mary Had a Little Lamb. What well, are you doing? Yeah. That's why he's on the stage and we're here at the radio station. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Skip. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, Bobby, yeah, so then, Bobby, you play you play an instrument, don't you, if I, if I remember right? But when I was a kid, I used to play the drums. The know? drums. And what was your first song? Well... Uh, time out. Time out. Mm. Not where you got put because you played the drums. <laughs> <laughs> Not where you got put. What was the first song? Uh, yeah. Bro, what's the other oh. All right. So, Ma got you going on the music. And yeah. if I'm not mistaken, are you full Greek or half Greek? Uh, I'm pretty much full. Full. You know, my, my, all my, all, uh, full of something. <laughs> yeah, I'd say. Yeah. So, all my grandparents are from Greece. Uh, all two right. Two are from Mykonos, and, and two more are from uh, Kastri. Wow. Kastri. Wow, wow. nice. From, uh, far from you. Not far from me, yeah. But um, huh. did they look at you when you started getting to this music and said, go to the restaurant and work or something like that? Well, uh, my yaya... Uh, the, That's the grandma. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, not. Uh, I'd had a goatee when I was maybe you know eighteen, nineteen. Okay. And she'd come up to me when I'd go visit. She said, and she wouldn't call me Skip because that's not a Greek name. Right. So she, George was my birth name. So she. Yorgo. Okay, Yorgo. <laughs> she says, George, shame you spoiled the face. <laughs> uh, and then when I shaved it, I said, Oh, you look so pretty. <laughs> so, uh, you know, old world. Uh, there you go. Did but, they did they yeah. try to marry you off when you were in Greece? You know, beautiful. I, I, I've never been in Greece. Oh, oh, she was here. I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, here. Oh, yes. Yeah. Here, yes. Okay. Yeah. She never lost that thick uh, accent. Oh, they don't. No uh, country never does. No, no. Yeah, she added. Uh, the syntax must be different in, in Greek because uh, instead of saying take it, uh, take it down to the basement, she said take it it. <laughs> <laughs> take, take it down to the Bejimu. 
Oh, uh, yeah. We loved her. She was a, char- a character, very strong woman. This is on my mom's side. Okay. And uh, very generous to people. Um, just uh, 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 she, she, her backyard was a garden, which she worked in probably until her late eighties or mid to late eighties. That's okay for so and, young. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, and That's you had some great stuffed tomatoes and and stuff like that. Oh yes, uh, and dandelion. And, and she loved the dandelion green. So we'd go out to just empty lots somewhere along the highway and pick pick dandelions. You know, and uh, I think that was her favorite. My my dad but, used uh, to take me when I was a kid to go pick them over at River Park here, in, you know, on Foster. But he used to say, "Follow me," and he'd jump over the fence. I go, "Where are you going?" He says, follow me. So I jumped the fence. I go over and we're picking them. I go, why are we here and not the ones over there? He goes, son, the dogs are on that side. No dogs come over here. I said, okay, dad, I'll keep picking. That's smart. I need that. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. You said your grandmother was a character. Is that you, is that, Skip, is that where you got your comedian side from? Uh, you know, I wouldn't say she was funny, you know, intentionally funny. She was just uh, such a character that she was kind of funny. But, okay. uh Comedy probably came, if it came from anybody, probably my dad. Okay. Who was always fun. Not not professionally a comedian, but, you know, he was funny. Um, yeah, who else? Mostly I was just a, a great appreciator of performing artists, you know, growing up. And uh, picked up on, God, everybody from uh, Elvis Presley to uh, Love Elvis. impressionist Will Jordan, who used to do these amazing impressions of, like... Um, Oh, uh, Bing Crosby and Robert Mitchum, and uh, and he would do it. Fa- he'd do it facially as well as well as the voice. Ed Sullivan. He was the first guy that did the impression of Ed Sullivan. Wow. Okay. And Will Jordan. What yeah. gave you the courage to get on stage? What gave you that courage? I think it was. Uh, I don't know if it was courage. Uh, that's a nice way of putting it. I think desper- <laughs> desperation. <maybe. laughs> Uh, no, I, I don't know. First got, when did I first get on? Probably in school. You know, you do this uh, plays and stuff at school. And I would get up to sing in our music class in sixth grade. Wow. We had, this, uh, we had a beautiful, blonde, voluptuous music teacher. It's always, That's why he it's got up. always a good-looking music teacher. Yes, go ahead. Uh, yes. yes. <laughs> and, Motivation. And I would just get up and, and sing the, the latest, you know, Rodgers and Hammerstein song or something, you know, from a musical. And uh, and when she she'd wear these low cut dresses and when she would lean over to change <laughs> motivation. Oh my God! When she would lean over to change the record, uh, truly this isn't a family friendly show. It's a family show, so close. We're getting close there. <laughs> <Yes. Okay. laughs> Off the air, tell us it. She was beautiful. There we go. <laughs> she, was beautiful. She, she, she gave me this biggest smile when I would sing. And sure I was, she did. There we oh go. Sure she <laughs> did. Did you did you ask her to give you some um, singing lessons or no? No. no. Okay. No, I did not. No. I, okay. Uh, but just such a fan of me. You know, my first uh, single that I bought was uh, Hound Dog, Elvis Presley. Yes. And uh, a 45. And he does some good. Yeah. Give, give us a couple bars of the Hound Dog. Come on. Oh no! Over the phone, I, I don't think so. Not at not at ten in the morning. Oh come on! Yeah. Nothing but a hound dog. Look, I, I didn't Crying do it. The whole time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll keep you know, going. When I bought the forty, you know, they were also selling it selling it in seventy eights as well at the same time. I never knew what a seventy eight uh, was. Well, do you want to explain yeah. to the gang? Because we got a lot of uh, young listeners that don't know what a forty five oh, or seventy eight is. <laughs> yeah. Okay, 45 RPM, revolutions per minute. We know that one. Record. Okay. They were seven inches uh, in diameter. And then the uh, uh, the 78 uh, uh, revolutions per minute were between 10 and 12 inches, depending. And, they, you know, much faster speed and actually uh, actually better fidelity, but you, you couldn't put as much music on... on uh, uh, on a 78 because it went by so fa- used up so many grooves so, right. so fast so right. 45 right. and then and then the 33 and a third rpm uh, allowed albums to be it used to be an album would be a collection of about four three or four uh, 78s and you'd have to just keep you know you'd put them on the uh, you know where one drops at a time okay uh, if you if you want to hear the entire presentation well then they went to 33 and a third 
then you've got just two sides of that album of the record would cover the whole album. So it's quite an improvement as far as that. Right. And growing up, I learned the 12-inch because my little brother is house music. So he's got about 30 of those out there. The (laughs) 12-inch. He goes under Georgie Borgie. His name is George. We'll have to hook you two up sometime. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's so funny, Skiff. Yeah. <laughs> you never thought you'd be doing house music at this age? That's right. Why not? not no. You know, I guess it's never too late. It's a new genre. Yeah, it, it is. Uh, you know, the collaboration be, yeah. might be amazing. It's it. Yeah. So you, you got on the stage and later on now you became professional. At what age were you started getting some uh, six, money? Well, actually, 12. I didn't. Uh, I, I did magic tricks as a kid. Oh. Oh, performing professionally at age 12, doing, you know, parties and so on. I still love magic. My favorite magic show is Penn and Teller Fool Us. Okay. You see the greatest magicians on there. But then uh, I got into the guitar and uh, after, well, then there was saxophone. After magic, it was saxophone for a year. Okay. I was finally guitar at age 14 or 15. And by 16, I put together my first band. What was that name? Uh, called The Aristocats. Oh, okay. I read that in their notes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Later, Disney uh, did a movie called The Aristocats, and I don't. I hopefully they didn't steal it from me, but um, you're still waiting for the uh, check, huh? I would I fight them for it. <laughs> I, yeah, I would fight them for it. <laughs> yeah, I understand with Disney that that's a long wait for those things. Oh, uh, uh, I used to do work. I don't know if I told you I'm an architect. I used to do work for Disney, and they put a lot of people out of business. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, anyway, so the first yeah. we so we were doing uh, songs. Uh, I love the instrumentals uh, of, of the day. The guitar instrumentals were really big. Uh, the Ventures with "Walk Don't Run" and uh, instrumentals by oh everybody, the Beach Boys, and I was a big Beach Boys fan. And then the Beatles, and uh, and then it was one one band after another until uh, 1970. I did my first album with my band Trilogy. Which is from Joliet, and okay, it's actually a great. Yeah, Bobby served from that. Yeah, okay, should have been a big hit. Uh, Mercury Records just slept on us. They were more worried about breaking uh, Rod Stewart and Buddy Miles at the time, oh. so they just right. kind of let us uh, fade. You, you were number three. That's okay. <laughs> they didn't give you any money for being number three, huh? They did not. <laughs> no. uh, they did include one of my. There was a. Um, they released an album in Europe of uh, from all the Mercury artists, and they picked one of my songs from the trilogy album, which was nice. Thing called "Coming Up Soon." But um, anyway, so uh, I played in bands. Uh, then the New Colony Six in 1972. Uh, I sort of replaced Ronnie Rice. Uh, you did. We had uh, Ronnie on here. Uh, you know, he's a good friend. But you know, I tried to get oh, him to yeah. sing. He's laying on the couch. Thank God I had a a tape. <laughs> He's like, I can't sing. I'm laying on the couch. Ronnie. Oh, uh, he wasn't kidding. I'm he not kidding. kidding. I'm not kidding. No. No, he's, we yeah, love him. That's Ronnie's life at home. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, uh, so I wrote and sang our final two singles, neither of which did very much, although one was included on the Rhino New Colony 6 compilation thing called Someone Sometime. And then uh, I started working solo. And then in 1975, I get a call from a friend to... Uh, if I wanted to play in the Olivia Newton-John band. Ah, look at go. that. We got a text, and and Nick Vale said he performed Olivia Newton-John, and, and Nicky's been waiting here I'm to ask you. Go ahead, ask that. the question. Go, no. go ahead. How was it working with her? There we go. Absolutely wonderful. She's just a peach. She was just sweet, great to work for. That accent, uh, I loved it. We got along great. Uh, Can I ask you some I, personal there, uh, Skip? Well, where did you get that? Where did you get that shirt with Olivia? <laughs> you know, I wish I could buy a shirt in in my current size, like what I had back then. I can't, I can't find them. I was a small back then. Okay. Now I'm a large to extra large. That's kind of scary. Skip. Uh, I can't remember the store in California it was like the Apple something, and they had shirts like that. I remember buying some too. So you know, they were great shirts. Comfortable yeah. looks like. Okay. Yep. Um, and she was just wonderful. You know, we traveled uh, all over the world. I got to work with a whole bunch of great musicians because uh, that the, the lineup, except for me, during those four years, uh, kept changing. And 
I uh, I was told at one oh I forget what year that Olivia used to love to hear my guitar loudest in her monitor mix. Wow! Of all the instruments, and uh, that's very uh, flattering. And I used it to is. play and the guitar that I played in her band. I'm going to be playing for a song at my show coming up uh, next week. Which oh, we please tell everybody where and where they can get tickets. Okay, this is at the, the new wonderful Moonlight Theater. Uh, it's spelled uh, with an R-E at the end instead of E-R. That's in St. Charles, Illinois. Okay. This is next Friday, March 10th uh, at 7.30. Uh, you go to the Moonlight Theater's website and, uh, you know, get tickets. Um, I've got a phone number I can give you. Please. It's 630-915-9514. And I'll, I'll be doing my um, 1970s Heroes of Rock. And uh, I play guitar. I do. I do all the voices. Um, and of course, that's the decade that I played with Olivia. So I have lots of anecdotes from there. And I have a special guest singer who does an amazing job of recreating Olivia's voice, Annie Iello. Mm. So she'll be singing a few Olivia songs and a few other songs with me. She's wonderful. Uh, sounds. It's crazy. We were rehearsing at my studio, and I looked away, and I was like, "Oh my God! It's it's like." Olivia is right here. I mean, it's so it's so close. It's crazy. Uh, wow, that sounds wonderful. Um, yeah, we do yeah. have. Uh, I forget to give out the number seven seven three seven six three nine two seven eight. If you got any questions for Skip, Bobby, you got anything over there for Skip well, before we continue? How long will you be playing at that Moonlight Theater? Just one night. Oh, just one night. Okay, just a Friday night, right? Mm-hmm. And we go. have and we have uh, a little clip of the Heroes of Rock after commercials, so everybody can listen. So uh, I'd buy your tickets now because after we play that clip, the tickets will be sold out. There we go. We celebrate your birthday, March tenth, at the show. March sixth, but that's okay well, with know, that I, night. I said the tenth. Okay, <laughs> and and it's Val's birthday coming up too. So happy All birthday, Val! Val, come with happy the Pisces. Birthday, <laughs> Val. Yeah. All right. So after Olivia Newton John. How did you get into the major league thing here? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Franchise. Yeah. Well, I had been doing, um, well, before that, I started doing a, a comedy. Uh, in uh, 83, I started, I, I was uh, working my way through Lewis University. I decided to, and I'd try something different. I'd been in music for 15 years. I didn't get the big record deal I was hoping for. So I started studying acting and theater uh, and, uh, and uh, speech at uh, Lewis University in Romeoville. Mm-hmm. And okay. uh, I had to work work my way through school, so I was doing a music uh, nightclub act, and I just started throwing comedy into it. And it started wow. to work, and uh, I wound up doing a showcase at Zany's in 1984 or 85, and I just blew the roof off, and uh, I just, you know, went with that, uh, doing uh, satirical impressions of rock stars and... Um, acting stars and so on and uh it was crazy wound up headlining everywhere from danger fields in new york to uh ice house in pasadena and of course zany's in chicago but uh that was crazy have you ever had the chance to meet rodney dangerfield i yes as a matter of fact uh in in fact he was so nice the second time i headlined there okay he let me stay in his apartment which was adjacent to the club you just open a door in the club and go right into his apartment Wow, and uh, I I also opened for him in St. Paul, Minnesota. Uh, did a, a big a, a big venue. I can't remember what it was exactly. And after the show, he says, "Well, you blew the roof off the place." <laughs> no respect. And, uh, no respect at all. No respect, huh? No respect for me. <laughs> and I was they actually you, auditioning, kind of auditioning to be his opening act on a tour, but I think I did a little too well. Uh, so I said, no respect, kid, no respect. Yeah. I think he struggled a little more than he wanted to when he started. And so I said, okay, it's not, sometimes it's just not good chemistry for an opening act. So I, I didn't open for him anymore. But it was very nice and, of course, very funny. I, my favorite thing was somebody in the audience yelled, how come you're so ugly? Uh-huh. He, he yelled back, because you're contagious. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on that note, we're going to go to commercial skip. And then we're going to come okay. back and talk about all the other artists. And before we do come back, we're going to have that clip of, let me make sure I Heroes say it right, of rock, Heroes right? of Rock. All righty. Yep. 
All right, we'll be right back. Today's show is brought to you by Coors Light. Must be 21 and older to purchase. Please drink responsibly. Teach your students the joys of science with Denoyer Geppert. We're the USA's leading manufacturer of anatomical models for education, with a number of our products on display at the Made in Chicago Museum. From autographed anatomy to zoology models, we have something for all ages. Place an order online today at denoyer.com. Family Entertainment by JJ. JJ is an Arlingtonite-based family entertainer. He is an award-winning balloon artist and clown. He is also a very funny magician and a face painter who draws quick, simple designs to keep things moving. Ask JJ about his big bubble fun and his link to the North Pole. JJ will help you plan your party by using his years of experience as a family entertainer. Use JJ for birthday parties, corporate events, schools, and picnics. He also makes child care, nursing home, and hospital visits. JJ has been entertaining children and adults of all ages for over 30 years. Years. Call now for party planning and pricing. You can reach him at 847-483-4520. JJ is a Midwest Clown Association Hall of Fame inductee. Again, 847-483-4520. Abbott Painting. Painting and decorating since 1973. Abbott Painting specializes in commercial, industrial, and residential properties. Abbott Painting is a licensed general contractor, whether it's a wall, ceiling, floor, cabinet, tower, deck, fence, or anything you can imagine. Abbott Painting, with their 48 years of experience, applies premium paint finishes or wall coverings that will exceed your expectations. Call Abbott Painting and mention this ad for a 10% discount. For your free estimate, call 773-725-9800. Again, that's 773-725-9800. Thank you. You shop local. You eat local. Why not bank local? Mega banks can be frustrating. When you bank local, your bankers are also your neighbors. We live in your communities. We support and volunteer for your local organizations. And when you bank local, your money supports small businesses within our community. Together, we make our community better. You get all this and access to the technology you deserve. That's banking done right. That's Byline. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Attention out there. Atomic Bingo is looking for show hosts with good personalities. Great part-time money and very short hours. For more information, call 773-805-1900 and ask for Ray. That's 773-805-1900 and ask for Ray. Atomic Bingo. Always a blast. At 5500 Park Place in Rosemont, Illinois, there stands Crust Brewing. Crust Brewing is a brewery owned by a father and son duo who have a love for beer and quality food, along with unmatched hospitality, and they decide to share their loves with the world in 2021. At Crust Brewing, they only have one goal, perfect the following three categories, beer, food, and experience. From beers made fresh in the brew house, to brick oven pizzas, and a location in the Parkway Bank Park, so you can experience uncrafted hospitality. Visit the website crustbrewing.com or call 630-653-5500. Crust Brewing. We dare you to find a better beer, food, or experience. Welcome to JenningsChevrolet.com. Jennings Chevrolet in Glenview is a family-owned business that's been serving Chicagoland since 1958. How has Jennings remained in business while so many of our competitors faded away? The simple reason is that Jennings delivers the low prices plus the quality sales and service experience that other dealers only promise. Every dealership pays the exact same amount to the factory for a new Chevy, but some dealers advertise phony low prices online just to lure you in. At JenningsChevrolet.com, every buyer qualifies for our lowest advertised price. The low price you see is the low price you pay. Jennings has one of the area's largest inventories of new Chevrolets and quality pre-owned vehicles. If you can't find what you're searching for, we'll get it through our express locator system. Thank you for visiting JenningsChevrolet.com. Jennings Reputation.
We can go to the show. What are you doing? Yeah, well, maybe we'll be able to go there already. Okay, we'll cut your visit out there short because uh, you know. Not holding up. We're doing fifties <laughs> here. You're not doing it. There. It's getting warm here. <laughs> Skip, welcome back. That was wonderful. That was One awesome, more time, Skip. tell you. everybody where they Thank can get you. tickets and all that good stuff. Uh, yeah, it's the Moonlight Theater uh, in St. Charles, Illinois. And, uh, oh, my uh, computer just went completely here. Okay. Let's see here. Oh, here it is. Uh, the telephone number, 630-915-9514. Okay. It's a beautiful. Uh, it's actually a theater that was made in, I think, the 20s. And in the 30s, they turned it into office space for some bizarre reason. And some uh, new folks came in and, and uh, tur- turned it back into a theater. So I'm really looking forward to this. The people running it are awesome. And uh, if you can't make that one, uh, the next one c- uh, show coming up is at the, uh, this would be uh, Friday, April 14th uh, at the Joliet Bicentennial Theater. Nice. And I'll be doing my Beatles show. So it'll be all Beatles music uh, with my trio. For wow. Okay. And uh, and if they want to yeah. book you for a corporate event or a party? Go to my website, skipgriparis.com. That's S-K-I-P-G-R-I-P-A-R-I-S.com. And get a hold of me. Excellent. Um, I got a couple questions and then we're going to go. How was it working with Frank Sinatra? Well, I didn't work with, uh, I, I was on the same show as him. Oh, okay. Uh, and, All right. And the story is kind of interesting. Okay. This was uh, 1976. Uh, I worked, I uh, was with Olivia and did the Tonight Show. Okay. And uh, we did a couple songs. Uh, we did Every Picture Tells a Story, which I think was a Rod Stewart single or something. And then we did Sam, which is a beautiful ballad. But anyway, on the also on the program was... Uh, the late actor uh, David Jansen. Okay. Um, and uh, Don Rickles and Frank Sinatra. And, wow. And what, what surprised me is that that was his only singing performance ever on a Tonight Show. Wow. That night. Very, very uh, interesting. You think, well, you think, well, he must have done it some other time. Nope, that was it. That was it, huh? And, uh, yeah. Uh, and we asked about, well, could we go meet Frank? He said, no, you no, better no. not. It's like, we, you know, we didn't want to sleep with the fishes or anything, you know, if we got too... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> We've had Tom Dreesen a couple of times. Hey, He's Skip, telling us the stories. Go ahead. We got a caller, Nick? Claire, welcome to our show. You got a question for Skip? Hello. Hello. Good morning. Hello. Hello. Good morning. I lo- love your music. I have a question. Have you had any songs in any feature films, or do you go out to L.A. and get involved with anything that's current right now? Those are great questions, and I wish I had great answers for you. Um, I don't think I have uh, music in any film. I, I lived in L.A. back in uh, 76. Um, I have not been back there in a long time. So uh, from your mouth to Elvis's ears, 
uh, you know, that uh, something like that would happen for me. But uh, he's still alive. You know. uh, uh, Skip, maybe to Vale's ear. Or my son, Nicholas, because we'll get you in there somehow. I'm going to introduce you to my son. You Elvis, never know. Elvis is on the couch still. Elvis is on the couch with uh, <laughs> peanut butter and banana sandwich. <laughs> with Ronnie Rice. He is alive. Whole story. Elvis is alive. <laughs> Claire, anything else for Skip before we go? He's got Skip's got something. Oh, go ahead, I want Skip. To ask, tell her one more thing. That yes. I, I've been a songwriter since yeah. 1965, and uh, the best example would be on my website. You can buy my uh, Love in Lincoln Park CD, and it's all original jazzy uh, songs, and I'm very proud of it. Great, great music. So if you're interested in my, you know, my songwriting and singing, I play everything. I play everything on on the CD: bass, percussion, lead guitar, you name it, uh, keyboard. Yeah. But, uh, I love your music. Yeah, go to my- um, I just wonder also, who, uh, who, what artists do you like right now that are current, or what type of music, what songwriters mm-hmm. currently do you think are really amazing? That are- oh, gosh. You know, I don't listen to too much contemporary stuff because I, f- I find it not as good mm-hmm. as the stuff that I grew up with, frankly. Uh, no offense to anyone, cause, and I, don't, I haven't heard everything. But the big pop stars that of the day don't don't impress me a whole lot. I'm sure there's some people out there making, you know, some great music. But uh, the influences on me would be everybody from uh, Ella Fitzgerald and Mel Torme to uh, Elvis, the Beatles, the Beach Boys, um, so many like Steely Dan, uh, Stevie Wonder. You know, um, all kinds of influences. Uh, but I, I'm not an expert on today's contemporary music. Sorry. Okay. Thank you, Claire, as always. Um, Skip, one question. Did you get, ever get a chance to work with Queen, or uh, what's the influence on them with Freddie Mercury? I did not work, never worked with Queen. Um, but I, 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 the great band, absolutely great. Good voice. You know, I like it. Right. Very Let's, versatile. Uh, yeah. Yeah. How about our local artist, Lisa Zane? Uh, I've met her before and I've heard her sing. Oh, well, I'm a little prejudiced because Lisa is a friend of mine. Okay. Uh, we did a play We did a play together in, I think it was 1984. Nice. And we've been friends ever since. Uh, it was a thing called, um, uh, I think it was Flash in the Pan. And it was at the Victory Gardens Theater. Okay. It was a, a story about an, a, satir- a Chicago satirical comedy group uh, called oh man now i can't think of the what's well, all the right Grimm brothers the Grimm brothers Grimm brothers okay yeah it was a folk satirical group all right and uh lisa's got to sing a song or two in the show we became lifelong friends and great actress and she's a great singer too i saw her a couple years ago she was outdoors down, downtown chicago nice um just awesome all the way around. awesome talent awesome person Next time you talk to her, tell her we want to get her on the show. I sent her an email, but she probably thinks, you know, who, who, the, who are these uh, guys? Who are they are? So, back to her. And yeah, do you want to tell everybody who her brother is? Well, you. you, you he know. was in the Titanic. Yeah, Bill DiCaprio? <laughs> no, well, not. I, knew when he was a, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I knew when he was just getting started. Was it? In, yeah. In acting. Yeah. He and, was a, uh, great actor. He is. And uh, pretty cool guy, too. At least he, when I knew him, he was. I, I, I assume he still is. He's Greek. He's got to uh, be cool, really right? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. All right, one more time. Plug your show before you go. Okay, that would be uh, Friday, March 10th, this coming Friday, 730, the Moonlight Theater. I'll be doing my 70s Heroes of Rock. Uh, tickets available either on the Moonlight Theater website or you can call 630-915-9514. Well, thank you, Skip. If we don't see you the 10th, we'll see you in April. We'll come down and visit you. Uh, Bobby, get home, will you? Yeah. (laughs) 
Please change your vacation schedule around my performance schedule. Come on now. Yeah, that's what we're trying to do. Yeah. Get him home. Let's go. I want to go to 10th. We're going to buy the album and get him to sign it. That's hello. And then we're right. going to eBay to sell it. <laughs> I love the BJ's impression. Day, Thank, Thank you. So you. Thank you again. Have a good one, Skip. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Before we go to our recipe, last week we had a caller from California. I think it was Gary, and I apologize. I don't remember the name. But he says, do a little something about museums. So I figure... Uh, our good friend Georgette is doing uh, Happy Kazmir Pulaski Day, so I'm going to give a quick plug to the Polish Museum of America. It's oh, located yeah. in Chicago West Town, where Polish histories in the city has been rich. The folk costume exhibit, the, the Pope John Paul II collection, the folk costumes, I said, Polish model train collection, it is at 984 North Milwaukee Avenue. $10 a person to get in, and their webpage is www.polishmuseumofamerica.org. And every week we'll, we'll plug a museum and keep going. So let's go right to Georgette's piece. And we got a new intro for uh, Georgette. Listen to this, Bobby. Okay. Hey, listen. <laughs> eh. All right, callers, give it's us a call, 773-763-9278. We're having a little technical difficulty. Let me restart this. That's okay. This is why it's a live show. Yeah. You know, <laughs> when other people are home sleeping, we're here live. Bobby got up two hours early. Hey, listen. Right, Bobby? Bobby, you listening? Bobby? Oh. Yeah, can you hear me? Uh, we can hear you. <laughs> Okay, loud and clear. Yeah, we're having a little difficulty trying to get uh, Georgette's little piece on. All right, we, so. can go ahead, we, we can go ahead and start. Okay. We well, want to jump it and put Georgette at the end? We can. After that, that you, we're going to do our canine. Can we play that one? Or you want to do canine one? now? Uh, Whatever works no, for you. No, his computer suck. Okay, hang on. While we're doing that, uh, our good friend Zach Jack Johnson sent me um, a flyer. The Nerdium, N-E-R-D-I-U-M. Is going to be on the Can TV Wednesday, and well, that was past Thursday. Tonight, Saturday, 5:30, March 15th, 5:30, and March 18th uh, at 5:30. So. And look for him on episode four. Episode four. That's episode what it says four here. Is what it, yep. Okay, we got that. Um, As you can you see. got that. We still need a little. W some. Okay, uh, Bobby. We're sending out our love to uh, the family of uh, the officer, Andres Vasquez Lasso, you know. Yeah. Yeah. All in all, CPD, five-year veteran, our sincere, heartfelt condolences to his family, his dear wife, daughter. So yeah. Sad. Also, we want to thank all the Chicago police officers. Yes. Chicago Park first responders for their loyalty and dedication to our great city. For the right. heart they have, the Absolutely. They have. Also, we want to send our thoughts and prayers out to the families affected by the fatal and tragic train collision between oh, yeah. a passenger and a cargo train in Tempe, Greece. So, you what know. What a loss. What a loss. You know, I heard they arrested uh, somebody. We ready? Showtime. It's your show. Okay. <laughs> no, that's the wrong one. Fuck. Happy Casimir Pulaski Day. I have two outstanding recipes for you. The first one is the Haluski noodles with Asia Minor spices. Find your favorite noodle and cook it al dente. It could be fettuccine, linguine, orzo, penne, whatever you'd like. Then shred one head of cabbage. If you have problems shredding it, Get two bags of coleslaw mix with carrots and the different types of cabbages, the purple and the white and the green. If you do go with the head of cabbage, shred two carrots also. Now, to the uh, extra large skillet, I want you to heat up your olive oil. Heat up the olive oil and add two to three tablespoons of cumin, one tablespoon of oregano, thyme, and saffron, 
one tablespoon of sea salt, and one teaspoon of white pepper. Now you let these sizzle. Add four cloves of crushed garlic. Then, when these all start blending together and you can smell the herbs cooking, add a quarter cup of parsley. Also, add the cabbage, the, the cabbage that you've shredded or the two bags of coleslaw mix along with the carrots. Blend them together with the onions and let them saute until they're limp. Then you add the cooked pasta and you let this cooked pasta saute with the vegetables. You toss it around. You let all these flavors mix together. Serve this hot. Serve it right out of the skillet. Most people don't even like putting cheese on it. They enjoy the flavor as it is, but you enjoy it as you, as you wish. This is a wonderful, simple noodle recipe. Now, I took two recipes, the sorrel soup and the spinach bean soup that are both Polish and I put them together. If you can find fresh sorrel, that's wonderful. If you can't, use the jar of pickled sorrel. I used one bag of baby spinach, one jar of sorrel, four crushed garlic cloves, two tablespoons of capers, one red pepper roasted, sliced up, one cup of olives, 15 ounces of white beans, one tablespoon of saffron, a half a bunch of parsley, one yellow onion sliced, and the zest of one lemon in a huge stock pot that you like. I want you to put a half a cup of oil. To that oil, I want you to put the zest of lemon, the onions, the herbs and the spices, and I want you to saute them until you start smelling those herbs. After you start smelling those herbs and spices cooking, add the garlic, add the baby spinach, and add the jar of sorrel. Continue to saute. Now, add the olives and add 15 ounces of white beans. Uh, stir that up, keep that, those flavors mingling, add the water, and I used a vegetable bouillon cube. If you'd like to use a vegetable stock, that's fine. You need about a quart. Now, let that stew for about a half an hour. After the half an hour is up, place three tablespoons, I like a quarter of a cup myself, of your favorite brandy. Stir it up. Now, the Polish people like to serve it with hard-boiled eggs that are quartered or sour cream. I prefer crusty bread. Enjoy it, and dobra appetit. Have a wonderful Kazimer Pulaski day. If you'd like to challenge me, or you'd like to ask me any question about the recipes, please contact me at gkphotos at gmail.com. Have an awesome celebration. Thank you, Georgette. And she sent me a card already for my birthday. Hope your birthday's really something to taco about. Celebrate like there's no tamale. Happy birthday already. She sent you that, but not a cake? She sent me the beer can. Um, I want a cake. I can't no. eat that. All right. <laughs> We're going to celebrate next week when Bobby gets back. Right, Bobby? Yeah, but she's the chef. But I, I want our listeners, happy birthday. Artie's birthday is on Monday, March 6th. Well, thank you very much. Should we go right to the canine chat segment? Let's play yeah. the intro. Let's go. All right, listeners, in this segment, we're going to talk about the importance of cleaning your dog's paws. Okay. It's not just for dirt. It's not just for the salt. Of course, we want to get that off. And just using a dry cloth isn't doing what you think it's doing. It's just bringing more critters into your home. I shouldn't grab that Windex ones? 
No, that's actually harmful, very harmful. Okay, well, you got to teach me here. We're looking for, you You want to do a baby wipe? Okay. Uh, an allergenic wipe. Uh, any any adult wipe that says pet-friendly, it will say it on the package. It does, okay. When you, you have, At this point, you have the option of looking at your dog's paws, inspecting your dog's paws for any cuts to the pads. That's very delicate. That's a true. lot of people don't know, you cool your dog off by its paws when they're panting, cold, cold compress or something. But we're looking for ticks, mites, any debris in between the paws. It's just not the top. You know, and then you get to inspect your dog's nails. You're looking for any cracks, anything. A lot of people don't understand, like, we get a hangnail. A dog's nail being cracked can lead to a fungus and then amputation if you don't Ooh. look at it. Well, so thank the, you for the telling me, that is, it's just not wiping your dog's paws. And I fault at this. And then there's a thing out there called... How Addison. often should you do it? Every time you walk your dog. Every time, okay. I mean, walking your dog in the city, you don't know what's on your neighbor's lawns, especially summertime, the pesticides, the stuff they put on there, the chemicals that are on there, let alone the salt that's out there. It's harmful to the dog's paws. And people think it's burning their paws. It's not burning their paws. It's getting between the paws as our fingers, and that's what's hurting them. You know, salt, as we've all felt it before, it's jagged, it's edged, and it hurts them. Right. You know, but you want to clean the paw. You know, yes, you wipe it, and then you want to dry it. You know, just doing a top a top thing, but the point is inspect your dog's pad. You have okay. to. And this is not just in the wintertime. It's all season, all, all year season. round. Especially if you're running your dog in the woods. I do that with Lucy all the time. I take her to the woods, run her for all summer long, for hours on end. I inspect her paws. I'm looking for ticks. I'm looking for mites. I'm looking for cuts. And just because you're out in the woods, even on the beach, there's stuff under the sand. We don't know what your dog's getting. And, and do you worry about poison ivy when you run it through the woods? No. We're, <laughs> we're, no, no. Oh, no, yeah. No, for a dog, a dog doesn't get poison ivy. Okay. You know, so, okay. I'm not running through the woods. She is. Well, we know that, but uh, yeah, it's a whole different I'm story, right, Bobby? <laughs> I'm not even throwing a ball. I got a, a a quick release, or I forgot what it's called, and I don't even. Here you go. It's an aid and assist. I can't right now. I'm hurt. So, <laughs> Bobby, uh, do you have any questions for her? Nikki, before we go? Oh, I just want to tell our listeners: listen, uh, we're gonna have Nikki on twice a month for uh, canine care. And uh, we welcome you, Nick. Thank you. And uh, wish you us. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate it. You know, I'm, I'm not an expert. I'm a dog lover. I'm a dog walker. Uh, I just have a big heart for animals. Uh, I, I've taken care of Bobby's dogs. I, Artie's dog's great. I mean, I've had 15 dogs at myself at one time. So, I mean, any 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 advice I would give is not. Mm -hmm. It's from my experience. I am not an expert, but I just love the animals. I have a passion for them. There's my things that help me would help the customer or the client uh, or the animal itself. I would love to give that. And there's an episode that we're going to be talking about, which is the food and the kibble coming up in the future that I really want everybody to listen to and uh, understand what's going on with the kibble. Absolutely. Send any right. questions to hey listen eight twenty a.m. at gmail.com or call us at seven seven three. 763 Bobby, we love you. Have a safe trip home. Nick, thank you. Right. Thank Devin, you. thank you. Thank you. And uh, just the condolences out to Eugene Woodruff, Thompson's family, 95 and three quarters years young. So God bless them. Okay. Love you all. Bye-bye. Great show, everybody. Bye-bye. The preceding program, Where Are They Now?, is sponsored by Art Andros and Bobby Drell of Hayless and Communications. The views and opinions therein do not necessarily reflect those of News or Radio Company or its management.